0: I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous, and I will be your host. You can write to me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa dot book. And I greatly appreciate all of the messages and letters, emails. Means a lot. Glad you're here with me yet again. Means a lot. A few things to share with you that are so exciting. I don't know If I even should do it I don't know if I should even share them Because it's just too Freaking exciting I just decided I will I'll share them all Okay The first one Is I got an email last week Saying Congratulations Recovery Radio KMP3 10,000 listens So I wanted to thank you for 10,000 Listens to the show makes me feel very good. And if this show is helping you somehow, if it's helped you, please share it with other people. Along those same lines, I have made a decision. Last week, I looked at my schedule and I looked at my life and I changed things around and I made it a priority. To add something And it is This I am going to Publish a new podcast Every single Tuesday And every single Friday Minimally So That's cool too You can always rely on it now There'll be two new podcasts a week And they will be on every Tuesday And every Friday Pretty bitchin' Then The book The new book Sarcastic Daily Meditations Is out It's available I love it I'm really thrilled about it And You can get it now And I'm going to start incorporating that book with this show. During each podcast, I am going to read the day's sarcastic meditation for the day. (laughs) And there's going to be a little segment that I put together. And it's going to be in every single show. And it's going to go a little something like this. It's time once again. For Sarcastic Daily Meditations. March 3rd. You were probably saved from crippling addiction so you could have a so so life. Sarcastic Daily Meditations has been brought to you by Pain. Years of pain. And there you have it. You can expect one of those every show. I get a big bang out of putting that kind of thing together, and uh, it's fun to do, and there it is. I'm trying to make the show better and better each time, learning as I go. Um, six months ago, I didn't know how to do any of this. Not one little piece of it. Nothing. And I'm just figuring it out as I go, trying to make it better and better as time moves along. I will add more segments in the future, but uh, anyways, there it is. So, today's topic is going to be more on Not Playing God, because of the overwhelming response to the last episode on Not Playing God. The simplicity of that message helped a lot of people, and uh, there's more to discuss, because to me that's just, it all starts and stops there, and it all comes back to that, and it's all the third step, and, and uh can't talk about that or think about that too often. But um, before I get into that, I do have to start by saying I'm so grateful that I'm sober, Today. I'm so grateful that I woke up and the opponent known as the desire to pick up a drink was not in the ring today. I do not take that for granted. I think about it all the time, having lived with the obsession for so long and in and out of sobriety. the hell on earth that that is. I'm really grateful. I've talked about it on the show before, how I feel like mentally I, I, you know, have a newspaper in my head and it's my, my newspaper and they're my thoughts and how I organize them and, and the headline every day is, or the headline today, I should say, is, uh, um, do not want to drink today. And I don't know what kind of headlines you, you have. I've had a bunch over the years. An early recovery, the headline would be, Oh, fuck. He woke up again. Another day in hell. I don't know what to do. I'm lost. Or everyone's screwing me, or whatever. But today, the headline is, I don't have a desire to drink today. And we have a daily reprieve that's contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition. And that's it. So, what that basically means is, if I took a shower last Sunday, if I took a shower yesterday, it will not keep me clean today. It will not clean me today. Same along those same lines. Anyways, have to talk about that because that's the headline. That's the biggest story in my life. And uh, anyways, I want to read an email. I got permission from the author as always. And uh, this comes from someone named Christopher. Hello, loved your recent podcast. My thoughts exactly. Often when I react to situations. I find that it's just me playing God. The metaphor in the big book about the actor who wants to run the whole show, etc., is dead on about the God complex. I've had a lot of harmony in not being the director in my life anymore. Thank you again. And yeah, it's, it's a beautiful metaphor that's in the third step. It says, uh, describes the world as a stage and, you know, filled with actors, but most of them are playing the role of director. And this is the source of practically all the trouble there is. And this is not an alcoholic thing. It applies to alcoholics, but it's, it's the whole world. Most people So I I think it's incredible and very helpful. And, uh, you know, to talk about this more, last time I said I know when I'm playing God by a very simple test. I'm uncomfortable. And whenever I'm uncomfortable, it really comes down to I have a vision of how things are supposed to look or B. And things don't look that way. And so I'm uncomfortable. Sound too simple? It's not. Not to me. It's that simple. Yesterday I wanted somebody to behave differently. And I was driving around and I was with my wife and started to talk about this and then I started to talk about what I'm talking about now I said what it comes down to is what I was just talking about I have a vision of how this person is supposed to be acting and they're not acting that way and uh, I was able to let it go not stop thinking about it not tuck it away not pretend it wasn't bothering me which to me are all more forms of playing God because it's trying to control your perception of me. But I was really able to let it go. And, you know, a lot of my life is, um, not most of it, but a lot of it, Involves the fellowship of Alcoholics Anonymous And Playing God in Alcoholics Anonymous Is So easy to do It's so easy to I think I might have shared it The first time I really got this message Not to play God What did I do? I stopped playing God No what did I do? I went to a meeting. Hmm. I went up to the podium at this meeting, this newcomer's meeting. About 50, 60 people there. And I stood at the podium and I told the meeting they didn't know what they were doing. <laughs> I told them they didn't understand the big book. Basically, they could all go to hell. <laughs> uh, So I learn not to play God, and the first thing I do is play God. I mean, I can talk all day about how knowing what the book says and implementing it are not related, and actually (laughs) having an intellectual understanding of something and having it incorporated into my heart, two different things, but... Bottom line. I knew how it was supposed to look. I knew how the meeting was supposed to look. How people were supposed to be, what they were supposed to share, and how they were supposed to share, and what their understanding was supposed to be, and and no one was doing that. What the fuck is wrong with you people? I'm out of here. I left. I had to go find a meeting that knew what AA was about. <laughs> Lo and behold, the next one I went to, I'm looking around thinking, these people don't know it either. Did that again, did that again, did that again. Ran out of places to go. And then I don't remember exactly what happened, but at some point it was like, wow, you're playing God. You're passionate about not playing God, and you're playing God. And all I mean by that, again, is I believe I know how it's supposed to look and go, and how you're supposed to behave, and how things are supposed to unfold. I'm the one who knows. You don't know. No one else knows. I know. And uh, so, playing God in AA is just—it's so easy to do. I mean, I—I'm gonna—I'm gonna go through a little rundown of other things that to me are a form of playing God I'll start with things in AA if they're operative outside of AA all the better but when I go to a meeting and someone starts sharing and I'm judging them that to me is playing God When I think that somebody shared for too long, or somebody shares too often, or somebody should be further along, those are versions of playing God. When I A lot of things come up with sponsorship I hear a lot of stories A lot of people will share things with me About their experience And I'm listening And I don't know who needs to hear this But There's a lot of people Who are afraid of their sponsor I mean has that ever crossed your mind It Is my sponsee afraid of me? I think that's fucked up. I don't want my sponsee to be afraid of me. But that's me. Anyways, more ways um, that I can quietly play God where it shows up. People-pleasing, to me, is a form of playing God. And the reason for that is that I'm not honoring myself, I'm not being authentic, and my behavior is an attempt to control someone's perception of me. And it's based on fear. I got really tripped up by all this because, you know, love and tolerance is our code. We're supposed to be loving to everyone all the time. That's true. But what loving is has changed for me a lot, and it varies from person to person. Sometimes being loving is being polite and... Quietly locking the door on someone. Vanishing. Sometimes being loving is saying no. I mean, it's just, I used to think it was just, oh, they, you know, whatever anybody asks for, just give it to them, and that's love. And for me, when I'm, a lot of times that's playing God. I don't know if that makes sense, but. That's how it is for me. I'm trying to control how people think of me. It's playing God. I shouldn't even concern myself with what you, you think of me. I should just... try and do God's will. As best I can. You know. Or, at least... Try not doing what I know is not God's will, probably. You know, if I read the big book and pray and meditate, try and help other people, go to meetings, and I'm in a relationship that's based on fear. That's something that I look at. Sometimes that's a form of playing God. It's really anything that goes against that voice. Your conscience. Or the voice of the higher power. The calm voice. Whatever you want to... That inner voice. We all know what it is. That was a voice I did not trust... For a really long time. But anything that goes against that voice to me is playing God. It's trying to make things look the way I think they should look, it's going against what is. Going back to the conversation I was having yesterday with my wife, the rest of that was, you know, I was upset at someone, and uh, not for very long, for a minute or two, and I heard myself. I heard the ridiculousness of it, and I've had some time to practice all this stuff, and it works. The more you practice it, the more it works. And it didn't ruin the day and it didn't ruin an hour and it didn't even ruin 10 minutes. It was just a couple minutes, literally. And I share that to hopefully give someone hope, but the rest of that was, you know, everything's exactly how it's supposed to be. So I don't have to, at first during that two minutes, I wanted to bombard the situation with my will and change the situation to make it look the way I thought it should look And that right there is, in my experience, what most people do and how a lot of people spend their time. Well, there's this situation and it's not going that way and I'm just going to make it that way and I'm going to spend my energy trying to make it that way and I'm going to be restless until it is that way. But that's the wrong thing for me to do. The only thing that needed to happen is my perception of the situation needed to change. And I needed to realize that it was perfect. Everything was exactly how it was supposed to be. I was just being selfish. I was just making it about me. I mean, for me, that's always true if I'm mad about something someone else is doing. So, I mean, those are some more things. Convincing myself I have nothing to contribute. Rejecting love or praise or a compliment. Talking myself out of doing something I know I should do. Thinking for people deciding how they're going to react. Not being initially, initially generous with my interpretation of other people's words and deeds. You know, that's something probably my my favorite way that I've changed from the steps is that I live in this crazy world and I give everyone the benefit of the doubt initially I treat everyone I meet as if they are the most genuine, sincere people in the world and I'm glad and uh, been wrong Many times, but I would never change being that way. I I love being that way. I think that's how I'm supposed to be. What you do is your business, but I think that's what I'm supposed to, how I'm supposed to interact with the world. Anyways, all those things I was mentioning, all forms of playing God to me. Those are all forms of playing God in my life. There's so many and just go on and on and on. But today I'm going to try to let people learn and make their own decisions and live out their own process. And if somebody wants advice or my input, I'll do everything I can to help them. But if they don't, I'm just going to leave them alone. If you only give advice when you're asked. You know. I try and do that. It doesn't happen very often. It does not happen very often. That's just fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> so many little things to celebrate. So. Anyways. I think that's it for the day. Today, in case... You're one of the three people who are keeping track. The tea today was chai latte from Trader Joe's. Freaking delicious. So anyways, to recap, there'll be a new section in every show about the Sarcastic Daily Meditations right out of that book. Also, there'll be a new episode every single Tuesday and every single Friday. Thank you again so much for tuning in. I am going to go try to live a life that was worth saving. And I hope you'll do the same.